Hi, this is Jared Croker. Why are you listening to this podcast? These guys know nothing. Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Matt and the Pork. I'm the Pork. And I'm Matt. And this is the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet coming to you from the filthiest store and buried somewhere in the bowels of the Pacific, the location of which we will never reveal, will we, Matt? No, why would we? Why would we reveal that? No, maybe someone's left. I don't know. I don't know why we would reveal it. Maybe we could reveal it, you know, if someone's left and gone, you know, to the enemy and done stuff, I mean. Someone might have revealed it this week. Hmm. If they could have, they could have done that. We are brought to you with the dubious support of the Greenhouse, the Canberra Raiders' number one fan forum on the internet, um, and Audio Technica, who supply all the fantastic equipment uh, that this podcast is recorded of, and uh, every well, and every other record store in Canberra, mm, and mm. every other mm. JB Hi-Fi. If you know of a yeah. JB Hi-Fi anywhere in Australia. Yeah. They support us. They support they us do. tonight. They, su- they support it's, us entirely. It's incredibly well, dubious. But big yell out us. there to, to Froggy at Songland out there at Western Creek out at Coolo. Fantastic, fantastic record store. You should get down there because you know what? Froggy would never, ever, ever, ever go host someone else's podcast. What do you, Matt? No, Froggy. Froggy, you wouldn't. And if you did, <laughs> Froggy, you're out. We'd be disappointed with you. Um, I should say, contractually, we're obliged to tell you that we are joined by some guy called Blake. Yeah, some, he's got some opinions. Yeah, some guys. guy who's... We don't he's, really he's like, care what he's, they are. He's like Elliot Whitehead. He's signed on till 2029, and we have to put up mm. with him. But he's got a shoulder injury, and he's still here. So hey, He's got hey, one just, foot out the door like, to his next club. Like, Matt, say whatever you got to say contractually and then get out of here. you got okay. 500 words. Okay, right, go well, back. this is what I'm going to say, Matt. When you said you were tired, um, as we were about to record this podcast, you forgot to say tired and emotional. I'm tired of your shit, Blake. <laughs> you I'm seem, tired. You seem pretty tired, tired of right now. All right, listeners, let's pull the curtain back to Velvet Rope or whatever you want to bloody call it. We got a text message this week saying, hey, guys, um, our, our sister slash brother podcast, Sibling podcast, machine, whatever you care to call it. Our Green Machine podcast, who has many of our friends, to be mm-hmm. truthfully honest. Um, and like I've probably mentioned on this podcast before, um, I was a fan of both podcasts before I joined this, and I was a massive fan of the Green Machine podcast, especially JB's work. They had they had a they hit. They had that's some Rona on that side of, of the hill. It's kind of near Canberra. I mean, half of them are in the central coast, but it's kind mm-hmm. of they're, they're, they're Canberra fans, and we love them for it. Except for Salty, who's a Penrith. Fan. And they, yeah, he's, 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 he's Penrith Milk, isn't mm. he? And they reached, they reached out to one of our own, one of our brethren, mm. one of our, our, uh, Slavic be, friends, one of our, to be central. Yeah. yeah. And, and he said, uh, hey, friends, hey, friends of the, uh, Raiders View with Blake, spelled B L A K E, and the pork. Would yeah. you guys mind if I hosted the, uh, Green Machine podcast? Cause I've been asked. Mm. Mm. And to a word, everyone said, yes, we would mind. Yes, we would. Don't Hell mind. yes, we'd mind. You do that. Back your bags, keep walking. That's what we no, said. That, no. Um, but ultimately, all Raiders content is good content. And um, we hope uh, Solzy starts to feel better. Um, and But from now on in, this podcast is formerly known as 
Matt no, it's now known pork. as yeah. no, yeah, it's now, now known as Raiders Review oh. with Matt and the Pork. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Formerly known as something else. I don't know what it what, would be. What do you have to What do you have to say for yourself, Blake? Oh, mm-hmm. you know, it was fun. It was fun. Anyway, let's get to the news for this week. Oh, oh, he's just trying to pass. He's gone. Oh, like like, anyway. Yeah, he's just oh, like, I thought you guys. Just a, that was just schedule. a thing I had. It didn't mean it, she didn't mean anything to me, Hunt. <laughs> she didn't mean anything to me. That's all he said. We might have a tight schedule, but we might not even talk about Nicky Kotrick being selected on the bench just to bury the other Croatian in the room. Now, let's mm. talk. He's Serbian, not so, Croatian. Okay. You're all the same here. And we do same thing. Yeah. I want to say that Raiders Review with Matt yeah, and the Pork does not necessarily endorse all the views of the contributors. I will. I will I, actually, ladies and gentlemen, I'll 100% hand on heart say that was an incredibly um, <laughs> racist thing for me to say. I, I've v- spent a lot advised thing to do. I, yes. Not even that. I, I've spent a lot of time in Croatia. Um, I've spent a lot of time in Serbia. I've spent time in Bosnia, and I've actually spent time in Kosovo. So Albania as well, Macedonia. I know. I, um, Jesus, I'm backpedaling a lot here, aren't I? Yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, good. He's backpedaling. I think okay. we've heard that's an apology okay. there, people, so we can go with that. We do the news, of course, for our great friends down there um, at Impact Comics, Garima Place in Civic. Go and get all your geek wear. Yeah, there right, you go. Blake, if you, haven't, if you haven't lost your voice since the last podcast, tell us the news. Yeah, so Elliot Whitehead, first of all, he picked up a couple of charges um, out of the game against Manly, and... Um, both those charges uh, were were ones. If he took the el- the early guilty plea, could have escaped mm. with paying fines. Um, mm-hmm. But since since that came out, he's actually taken the uh, he's actually sorry elected not to pay the fines. He's taken the suspension because as it turns out, he's suspended for two weeks, but he might actually also be out for four to six weeks um, with a shoulder injury. I hope Peck. Uh, oh, is it Peck? Sorry. Well, there you go. Peck or shoulder, but it's a weird one, right? Like if mm. if he took guilty on both, it wouldn't be more than his injury. But it's 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 blown the barn door open, hasn't it? Because really, I mean, has. we're, we're pretty lean on, on yeah. edge forwards. And it's and it's, now... it's a bit like um, be careful what you wish for, because all these people saying, "Oh, go get rid of Elliot Whitehead." Well, now he's not in the team. Let's <laughs> let's see how we fare without him, because we've only got yeah. one. You know, we've got one back row available this this week, and then we've got Corey Horsburgh playing on the other edge. Um, I mean, to, yeah. to be to be fair for many of those people that have probably been calling for Elliot to have a rest, and I, I know a few of our contributors are part of that. Uh, it, it's it's interesting because it's 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 not a level playing field. Obviously, we're missing Hutto, you know, who's been called up for State of Origin, which is pretty awesome, and it looks like he might be starting. But also, our 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 next man up would be um, CHN, and then the man after that is Clay Webb, who's also injured. So we're, yeah, we're, he's we're, out. we're head injury, eleven day stand down. I know we're pretty low on the well when it comes to, yeah, so um, it's going to be an interesting game this weekend. Where's the thought, though, on Peter Holler? I know we really see him as a front rower. Can he play edge? No, he's a front row. I'd rather have, uh, one of the interesting things that popped out this week was, um, you know, around state of origin, you see a lot of junior state of origin selections. And Mm. actually, um, Horsburgh played edge. Um, back row for Queensland when he was nineteen. So he's mm. he's played edge back row. He's played back row for us before. I don't think yeah, he's so, fantastic. So but, was, you know. Yeah, and I, 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 I mean, I actually think considering Clay Webb's out and considering obviously a few other edge players are out and Trey Mooney, you know, everybody knows he could play in the back row, but he's out. Mm. I, I think broken hand by the way, out for a while. So what's that? You know, that part of the news? Well. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, I don't mind. 
I don't mind putting Salo um, into the starting pack, giving Mariota mm. some more minutes. But Jesus, yep. I mean that other player on the bench. That's well, we'll that's see. When, we'll when we'll we get time to it. tell what's what's planned. Yeah. So we mentioned this before. Great news. Um, Hudson Young has been selected for the Blues. Not only has he been selected, he actually has been named in the starting lineup. Whether or not that turns out to be the case, you know, this time next week, we'll have to wait and see. But um, terrific news for Hutto and a wonderful reward considering the ups and downs he's had in his career. You know, he had the mm. drug suspension when he was, or tainted supplement or whatever it was when he was 16. He missed two years then. Then Peter Maholland, um brought him down from Newcastle and brought him to the Raiders and, you know, he burst into the side. And then, of course, there were the um, multiple suspensions for um, the eye gouging, which mm. at the time, um, you know, a lot of people were calling after the second one, a lot of people were calling for him to be... Um, Cut loose, but the Ricky and the club stood by him at the time. Apparently, I read an article today. Ricky said that, or he Ricky told him that if it happened again, he was going to get sacked. Mm. Um, and the only interesting thing in that article was it said actually, um, when he was at his lowest point with those suspensions, um, Brad Fittler actually reached out to him to support him, which was you know great to hear. So a wonderful reward for him. He's he's made for Origin. You know he's an excitement machine. I can guarantee you, Matt, I will be going for the Blues this year. I love that. Yeah, I love that. A, the, the, fact, the fact that it's even part of a question for you is so weird. <laughs> Although this year, I, I'm not a fan of um, Freddie Fittler's New South Wales Panthers. Like I personally, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into it because it might just make this podcast too long, but I wouldn't have picked Luai. And Hines would be my six. Burton, even though I think he's overrated, is a much better cover on the bench if you don't have Jack Whiten. And I love I love Hutto and... I'm so happy for him to step up into that space, but I don't personally know whether I'd have Hutto starting for New South Wales. It's a it's a massive credit to him, and it's a massive credit to his effort plays. Mm. But, um, you know, we were calling for his effort. We were calling for him to be the guy who's got to lift at the beginning of the season. And I guess Ola Kawatu was playing better, maybe Colin Matangi. Yeah, um, Colin Matangi being injured opened the door for... for is, yeah, exactly. And obviously... Angus Crichton hasn't come back like yeah. many thought he might. No, no, but he's had a rough time. But what you said there about effort is that's what Freddie said. One of the reasons why he picked him was because he looks at all the effort plays from Hudson Young, you know, and the turning points in games, the steals, the little kicks. He's looking for all that from him. Um, yeah. He's not looking just for like a cookie cutter, you know, back no, on trick and, pony. And, you'd, and you'd have to think many players with talent like Olakowatu, Hudson Young, Colin Matungi, if they were playing in the Liam Martin position at Penrith, they'd be world beaters. Yeah. Like mm. like the, the 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 structure that Penrith play, especially when they played against us this year, the amount of bodies that they throw at you and the questions they make, they really put some of their players in the in the most beneficial positions attacking wise. And mm. I feel like Liam Martin's benefited of that for years. And I, I, I thought Liam Martin was overrated until I watched the World Cup mm. where I saw the work that he did. Mm. But I, man, the fact that Jer- Jerome Luai's picked for New South Wales is... is Yeah, but he's been be- there, done that, and it's the combination. He has been there, done that, and it's the combination too. Yeah. Oh. I feel, I feel if we just before we finish the State of Origin chat at this stage, and I'm really happy for Hardo, I am really sad for Big Red. I, nah, I, don't, I, mean, I know everyone's been going... I, I'm, I'm with you, Blake. His time will come. His time will come. It should have been now... The kid has been out. He's suffered the slings and arrows of outrageous who are you and he stood up. Who are you admitting? Who are you dropping? Tom Gilbert? Who are you, yeah. who are you dropping, man? Yeah. Oh, look, I, I don't I don't want to make it over who's better than who. No, I just they've got so much depth. So 
Are you dropping I think you do this spot I mean, there's, there's, there's some great Queensland. This oh, is why it, it, I was would, so it would be confident. one of the, it would be one of the North Queensland players yeah. who just haven't haven't turned up this but, season but in, in the to, same way as Big Red it has. He has won matches. He's won matches. Yeah, but Horseby, you have to admit he wins those matches with this peculiar play that. Even though we all talk about like spirit and you know state of origin type players, and it's very obvious with Hudson Young because of the way that he plays with such aggression. Mm. There's something about Horse which is always a liability, and it was shown on the weekend. Yeah, he gets I, know. Game I, look, Manly. I know, I know, I know. And, I know. I, and I'm not trying to say he played his way out like Dane Gagai or even mm. like maybe Valentine Holmes should have, mm. but but. That game on the weekend was alarming as Raiders fans, and we'll probably mm. get to it. Well, we'll definitely but, get to yeah. it. Bit more, fact, yeah, bit more news, bit more news. So a couple more. But things it was I a really say. interesting game. Yeah, a couple more yeah. things I want to say. Well, interesting one way of putting it. A um, couple more things about Hudson Young. Let's hope he doesn't go to full Mark Guy and just lose the plot, you know, and and, and get charged <laughs> for like ten things. Like let's hope he he, he keeps his cool. Tavita Pangai Junior. He can be the Mark. He can go full Mark Guy. He can. <laughs> no, be I, want Hada, I want I want how to go full Mark Guy. No. I, I'd love that. No, because you know the Raiders, as as Raiders fans, and I'm sure I always always say this. I'm sure you're listening, are Raiders fans. But we have so many players that players like we have so many players that we love that other fans hate. Rapana, Hudson yeah. Young, and Hutto's had such a a shitty career with the eye gouging, and he almost lost his job. I would love for him to become New South Wales cult hero, like yeah. a Mark Carroll or a Mark Geyer, that every other one of my mates is like Hutto's the man. Mark only played one game for New South Wales. It just happened to be one where he picked a fight with Wally. He's in all the highlights all the time, but it was one. And he regrets it because the game he played meant he never did play another one. And he was worth more than one, Mark Guyer. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd like to know what you're saying. I'd love like Hutto to be our new like. He absolutely, he he absolutely, he absolutely could be, and it'd be exciting to see. The one thing, I other thing, I hope that doesn't come out of State of Origin camp. For for Hudson Young for being in State of Origin camp is I hope a whole bunch of Souths players don't get in his ear. Um, between oh, now and um, next Wednesday. Well, not many of them are there, are they? Because they're all well, playing for South this weekend. There's Latrell and there's there's Latrell and there's um there's Cam Murray. Okay, the next yeah, bit but... of news, and it's also state of origin related, in news that should not come as a surprise to anyone hmm. that's that watched State of Origin last year that follows football. Josh hmm. Papalihi will not be playing Origin this year. He's elected to stand down from uh and end his representative career. I'm taking that as a win, Tim. Um, I hope you've ordered the. I hope you've ordered the black shirt. I hope it's on the way. Uh, because yeah, I said I said at the start of the year when when um, Jack White retired from rep football, I said someone else who won't be playing Star Origin this year as well is Josh Papali, and he's had a tremendous did, career. He's had a tremendous you did say twenty-three that, and games. I call, and I, I called you an idiot. I said you were a moron. I said he'd be picked for all three if he was available. Um, you know, if he wasn't out through injury or suspension. Um, I did fail entirely to mention, uh, or if he withdrew himself for selection because I didn't see that coming. So uh, yes, I have ordered the t-shirt and against the, the pleas of my many, many followers who wanted me to shove that t-shirt right up your keister, Blake, and tell you to go to hell. And then I, I, there was no way in the world that you were actually right. I, you know what? You know, you live by technicalities, you die by technicalities. It was not stressed as one of the reasons is there. So I am going to acknowledge that you know, Blake it's also really... won this and I will be wearing at the next home match, which will be against uh, the Warriors on the 9th. I will be wearing a Blake T-shirt. Fantastic. You know what's really, you know what's really sad is that one of the Raiders' club heroes has retired from 
state of origin football, which should be celebrated because not many players get to retire from state of origin. Mm-hmm. And one of the fans of that club has just announced publicly that he's celebrating that as a win. <laughs> I'm not celebrating as a win. You're an asshole, Blake. You're an asshole. You an- and I will be wearing I will be wearing that uh, Blake T-shirt with pride because I backed our papa. I what we should no, what we what we should man. do, Puck, we should do when the shirt says Blake, we should get mm. some like stencils that says Blake and then right underneath it is an asshole. No one Just no us. one no one has been more loyal to Papa and, and the Queensland jumper than me. I've gone for Queensland the last twenty three times he's played. No one's been more loyal except for the fact you said that he wasn't gonna get picked for Orange. Well, it was so obvious no he wasn't gonna get picked. You've got, I can't believe you got for Queensland. I, that, that... No, not this year. It was obvious he wasn't going to get picked, right? And and last year he played like hardly any minutes the first two games. I thought he was lucky to get played the third game. He in fact had his best game in the third game. Yeah, that's uh, all truth. But the fact but that he, he said makes me want to quit this yeah, podcast just, right now. You've threatened to quit multiple times. Um, the reason uh, that um, you know he he's given himself is he said he couldn't keep up with the speed anymore. You know, it's yeah. he's, it's passed him by. And and also mm-hmm. you know for so long Queensland had. A million backs and hardly any forwards. And now, well, they've mm. got, it's almost, they've still got heaps of, they've got a great team this year. They've got so much forward depth, which is why Big Red mixed out as well. But I still think yeah. Big Red comes into the side at some point because someone's going to get an injury. Someone's going to get Look, suspension. There's an opportunity. We've got to move be, on. And- yeah. We we got to move on and get on to the uh you know like the the, the last weekend's match whether we were on to but before we do that there was in fact something annoyed me a little bit in fact you might say it ground my gears you know what really grinds my gears and do you know what grinds my gears Matt video referees yeah that definitely definitely grinds my gears now he's made he's made terrible the number one referee. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. You know what grinds my gears is when I run a segment on grinding my gears and basically say that one of our fantastic <laughs> sponsors, and I love our sponsors that come to the club, be it Canberra Milk, be it Toyota, Forklift, so be it Tony Ferrugia Body Works. Get down to them if you need your body works done. Raiders Plumbing, great sponsor of this show. I love all our sponsors. I encourage you to use all their products. I, I'm drinking tea with Canberra Milk in it right now. And I love McDonald's. I love McDonald's Australia. I love them as sponsors. And all I said, and all I said was that I think they should think of another way to sponsor rather than Macca's power play because we hadn't scored a try all season in Macca's power play. And then, of course, so what do they do? As soon as Macca's player, the next Macca's power play is called, Elliot Whitehead goes off and scores. Puts us in front of the time so everyone's happy. And then, of course, your great friend of mine, Cam Sullen, gets on the PA and tells the good people at Raiders review with Blake and the Pork to get a rat up us in no uncertain terms on the PA in front of 16,000 people. I took it more as a shout-out than a... Uh, I took it did they was really? the highlight. Did, did they, that was the highlight, they, yeah. No, no, did Cam you, Sullen said I, that one's for Raiders review with Blake and the Pork. Go get some McDonald's, fellas. Yeah, yeah. It's like a highlight. That sounds like a turning point. I mean... Yeah, well, yeah, and but uh, look, and I did. I went and got some McDonald's. I had the two for one. I ate them all myself. You know, I didn't get this size by looking at What's your order? It. What's your go-to? Big, large Big Mac meal. What else are you going to go to? You go, it's the original best. You don't muck around, uh, okay? Here, here's, here's the question, and this is how we're going to figure out whether we really can trust pork. Mm. When was the last time you ate a fillet of fish? I ate a fillet of fish um, on Sunday night um, in between the football uh, and going I'm out so, to dinner. I'm so disappointed in you. 
The true answer to that question is in the 1990s. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need a fillet of fish from McDonald's, dude. I love a fillet of fish. And I'm you're in Canberra. <laughs> it's not fish. I it's have not all... a fillet. Of course it's it's fish. Fillet. It's, it's the fillet. finest, it's the <laughs> finest <laughs> hokey fillets caught in the off the waters of New Zealand. Don't you know anything about their products? I thought they were, I thought they were from Vietnam. All those, all those cheap. <laughs> no, it's hokey. It's a, mate, I know Pat what fish. my product is. I know I'm a big fan of McDonald's. I just was worried about the power play, and of course, someone eventually scored, and we got ridiculed, and it grinds my gears. Anyway, was there was also yeah, there was, was also funny. a game of uh, football that happened. Um, I'm not sure I, I even want to talk about it. Yeah, well, look, it was, it was always it was always going to happen. You know, it was it was all set up. We won five in a row, but you know, against some pretty patchy sides, um, and we hadn't convincingly won a lot of those games. You look back at some of those games, and like st- statistically, you know, we should have won by a lot more mm. than we did. But we scratched out those wins through effort and desire, and it, it was great to see. But we came up against the manly side who turned it on, and when manly turned mm. on, they beat the storm. You know, they can beat mm. us. Matt doesn't agree. Um, you know, we had Tommy Turbo playing for his state of origin jumper. I mean, mm. that's that's you know straight away uh, mm. a big mm. challenge. And then we had um, Josh Schuster returning to the side. I mean, all the stories in the, the lead up to the to the game, saying you know he'd been working on his fitness, he'd been doing sessions at Spud's gym. You know, it was kind of like one of those Daily Telegraph tropes, a bit like someone um, training doing sprints with Roger mm. Free, you know, in Centennial Park when they got the drug band. And he, he looked fit, man. He looked he looked super fit. And that performance, it was right in front of me in the first half, where he's just going the line and throwing no look pass after no look pass. Our edge was just completely shot to bits. And look, there's been a lot of doubts about our edge defense, even in the games, you know, that we won. You know, but in the past we were good enough to sort of stop teams from from getting that close to our line. But once they came to our line, you know, they just seem to score it well, and then, then and long range tries too when they they spread it wide. Mm-hmm. Matt, well, you got to say something. Spit it out. No, I mean, I, there's there's two narratives that you can come out of this game that I think a lot of Raiders fans have probably been told over the last few days of like, oh yeah, you're meant to lose, and you know, suddenly you, know, you won five straight, and you know, Manly had t- Turbo back and Schuster playing great, and that's true, you know. And if you talk to any Manly fan, they'll tell you that's true. And and I had a mate. Um, who was so happy with their lineup pre-game? He said it's the best that they've lined up all season since Schuster came back. So he was happy that Alawai was injured. He was happy that um, uh, Torlangi was injured, um, or whatever. Yeah, the other mm. back row was injured, and so he, he was really optimistic. But when I watched that game, the blowout changed the narrative, and you could tell Ricky and Elliot were really frustrated. Mm. in the presser and then you could also tell Elliot in the game was frustrated and yep. you know a couple of our players were frustrated now I'm not trying to say that the referee was the reason we lost because once the score got out it fucking blew out guys but mm-hmm. there were some pivotal moments in that game that went against us and ch- turned the game and I feel like the refereeing and the the video refereeing was abysmal and they moved on. And now the narrative in rugby league, because the state of origins picked up, there's no, there's no real dialogue about the Raiders and the loss because it's like, Oh, well, they're about to lose one. They won five straight and they're not a great team. And look, don't get me wrong. We are a team that, that especially without um, like defense. strike weapons, 
No, I wasn't going to say that, Blake. Okay. Blake Machine, Blake Machine, and the Machine Podcast. I was going to say mm. we we're not a side without strike strike weapons, right? So we we try and get in the grind. We try and wear teams out through the middle, and we try and come over them in the end of the game. Now we did that in this game, and then it, it, it we we didn't have much luck. We obviously had some terrible attacking sets in that yeah, first on half. their line when, at the start. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. first ten minutes. Uh, Awful. Tommy drops the ball. We score a try. We should have gotten another try. But we've had that all year. We don't have the strike where we just go bang, 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 where we get numbers outside a player. We've done it like in two games this season. Our, our game is let's arm wrestle and and our forwards will come over the top. And by the second half, we're fit enough, we're strong enough, and we'll bash you till we win. And mm. and we uh, we kick to the corners. And we've, we've tried to back our process. Now... That's not going to win us every game, but it's going to win us more than 50%. And in this particular mm-hmm. game, you just want the 50-50 calls to go your way. Now, we were down at halftime, and we got lucky that Jared Croker milked that head high. We mm-hmm. got lucky to be down by eight. He should, that's, that was, great, that, that's great captaincy. I, right don't know yeah, that he, I don't know that he milked it. If he wanted to milk yeah. it. He could have stayed down on the ground. He's, mate, he's, he's been he's, he, no, he, he's been throwing that shoulder back for about three seasons. He's been especially out of our own quarter. Anyway, if, that's not if, the point. If, my, if my point is, to, if he wanted to milk that, he could have stayed on the ground, and and I guarantee you, um, Olakwatu would have gone to the bin. But he got straight no, up because it wasn't on his head. But my my point is, Elliot Whitehead scored a fucking try, or if he didn't score the try, Albert Hopperwadi scored the try straight after him when. Gerbo knocked the ball out of Elliot Whitehead trying to reach for the try. Yeah. At the time, it was 18-8. Mm. Would have gone to 14-8. You go, right, you, go back, you go back and watch, rewatch that, and I did watch it, and he did hit, hit the ball, not his hand. But he all, hit the uh, ball, mate. It's, yeah, yeah it's but hard. listen, listen. If Elliot Whitehead hadn't made a beeline straight back to Tommy Turbo and just went straight ahead or to the right a little bit, he scores the try, no problems at all. Yeah, yeah he, he, he doesn't, get, he doesn't no. get stopped. No, but he that's a split that, but, no, but you can't. But that, but that's a split decision. He went for the inside shoulder, which most players will. So then they score off the next set, and then the following set, Jack Whiten kicks the ball through, and Turbo sticks his foot out. Yeah, he absolutely. It's played a clear it. six again, and they score off the next set. I know. He that's, so it. that's not that's not just that was the one the crowd at the at the ground was really right. blowing up about. That's twenty. Yeah, but, that, but that's, that's a twenty four point. That's a twenty four point difference in the game, and then the game was done because our players felt like they were getting no calls. There was a couple of other calls where Horsburgh touched the ball, and then and we don't we've we've never had a smart, uh, you know, football team that can have like five calls go against us. We've always been one of those sides yeah. that if look two or three but, calls go against us and. And let, let's admit it, Jack had a terrible game. He like was absolutely terrible. He was, and he does have bad terrible. games. But look, Whitehead, he's had a lot lately. And, and, he's had a lot. That, lately. Mate, that, that was the that worst match. game I've seen Jack play for the Raiders. He yeah. quit in the second half. Yeah. Do you know who we missed? Well, it was that one where um, Ruben Garrick went through and like I don't. Know, he mate, was sort of he was nowhere. He didn't even chase up, and he left. He no. left his outside man, Jared Croker, out on a limb. Yeah. And I think that was when I think that was when. Hudson Young was in the bin, so they're probably disorganized out there anyway. But um, the other things I'd say just on the game, we absolutely missed um, Wolford. I'm so glad to see him come back in. There was a point towards the end of the game there where um, Starling, I don't know about that, mate. I where don't know Starling about that. tried to throw a pass to Fogarty. Yeah, but that's but that's not on Wolford. That's on Starling. Is Wolford that much better than Levi? Yes. Is he? he absolutely, is he? he absolutely, look, look at this. Look at this, Matt. Last year, when Wolford came into the team, right, he came in magic round. We started winning games. No, I'm not worried great, about we, that. We went on a great run. This year, this year, right, 
we started off with Levi and Starling as as the first two choice nines. Well, no, but mate, we're also, we were one we're, and five. What happened when Wolford came back into the team? We're like, also that, a team that, that our we're also a team that our forwards don't start well. Put a put a tweet out tomorrow. All right, when this podcast comes out, Wolford or Levi, and I, I'm going to lose it. But I still I watched Levi play yes in the game on the weekend, and he wasn't that bad. Starling was the bad hooker, dude. Starling's Starling pass was. Starling was terrible. Starling was terrible. And he played a lot more minutes. I'm saying, and I was on, when I was on the Green Machine podcast um, last night, Nick did make a very good point in that Starling's pass to the right, and that was the one we tried to pass to the right to the phone, yeah. is, is basically non-existent. And that's maybe why when Wolford came into the team, all of a sudden, Fogarty started getting more ball. You know, we started doing a lot yeah. better. And maybe it's maybe just for Starling's always passing to Jack, you know, because it's easier for him to pass to that side. So I'd rather let's let's play let's play Wolford or let's play Levi 80 minutes and see what happens. Do it. Like yeah. well Starling's Starling's the one I'm worried. I'm worried about Starling where he's at in his career. I mean, I love him as a player, but I don't yeah, I'm I'm starting to wonder um where he fits in and what his best role is. It's true, right? When was the last time Starling came on and he, he had all those runs? He was like, Oh, is this the new Damien Cook? When he first he looked, burst, he looked best. He looked best when they brought him on through the middle against the Dolphins. Beginning, yeah, okay, no, but, thirteen or whatever. But, but when he was really impressive, when we were yeah, all like Landy's ball, Landy's ball. He's a Landy's ha- ball player. Ha- when was the last time you can remember Starling making an amazing run? He had one on the weekend, but not really. Like, let's. When was the last time Starling last is year. the last year there a bunch of times? But he was. He's more suited. He was more suited to Landy's ball than he is to things now. But I look at that first ten minutes. You know where we had. We scored that one try, but then it was just like crash ball after crash ball after crash ball. And I was like, well, this is reverted back what we were doing before Wolford was in the team. No, it was horrible. I, I, it was horrible. I don't, I don't, I personally, and I, I personally don't see the massive difference between Wolford and Levi. Mm. And if, if I was to pick the, and I'm wrong because Ricky's already put his side out and Pork's going to read it. But if I was picking the side this weekend, I'd have Levi at nine. I think Levi Shorty would, was short fans of a trot. Fans would write. The one thing that Levi, Levi, Levi was short of a trot, and it showed up, and that's why he played limited minutes. Starling can't play the longer minutes, especially up the middle like he did, and he fell away. Now, I know we've seen him do that when we lost Levi to the broken jaw, but that was, that was under necessity. In this particular case, he was found out. I do think, um, and I agree with um, Blake of the Green Machine podcast on this one, if Elliot just <laughs> runs the initial line he's on, there is nothing Turbo can do about stopping that try, and the game is different. But secondly, there was no angle of that, no angle that didn't show that Jake didn't play entirely for the ball, which he's allowed to do in a try-scoring situation, and knock the ball out. That was, without any question whatsoever, knocked out and play on to that point. And at worst, it was a dropout. You know, and we should have got it, the ball and back. It, and at best, Hopperwadi puts it down and it's a try. And, and, and he puts it down as a try. It was definitely uh, knocked out by Gerbo. And he knocked it out and he knocked it out deliberately. He only played it. He didn't hit any hand whatsoever. It was an outrageously wrong decision. And that is on my mate Ash. He absolutely stuffed that out. Now, the thing is, I like Ash Klein. I really, really do. you like him. But whether that was you like shocking. him or whether he's a good bloke. It was terrible, you know, mate. Whether <laughs> he's friends with you on Facebook is completely irrelevant. I no, don't no, care no. But, but look referee... at the other way. I think you're a complete dick, right? But occasionally I agree with you, right? And it works the other way. I like him, but sometimes he does something appallingly but bad. This, this is the thing. Whether or not they're nice people, whether they're good blokes, whether you like them is irrelevant. You just need mm. referees to be competent. And he has demonstra- he demonstrated, this is this is why he's my ass clown of the week. Spoiler alert. I've already put it out there anyway. 
he was completely incompetent in the bunker on Thursday night as well. Because there were two, there was, first of all, Adam G had to call him up and tell him he'd got the call wrong on um, on uh, Reese Walsh coming through and, and not contesting the ball, just taking out the fullback. Mm. And then the second one, he got completely wrong. How the hell did he say that that Sorensen try was a no try? The one where he said, Mate, well, and you, can't, you can't pull the ball. It was, it was awful. It was awful. And that's, and yeah, that, look, the, look the, he, the, Gerbo, the Gerbo thing in our game was just, and it might not have turned the game. But it was at a pivotal moment. And I've spoken mm. to Manly fans who have told me to shut up because I'm ref bashing. But it would have made it 18-14 and would have been coming strong. And that was an awful decision. It was an awful decision. And mm. they had such clarity with it that it just it beggars belief. And I and I, mm. I, I watch so much international sport and I see so much mediocrity with our NRL, NRL refereeing to the point where you brought up two weeks ago with the lack of depth in the refereeing mm. ranks, mm. that it scares me and it takes me back to what Todd Payton was saying early last year with the smaller clubs, the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Knights, the Warriors. These teams do not get the rub of the green. They, they just do not. And you have to win the game triple-fold. Mm. I don't the almost entirely agree. I, I think that that has been the case in the past, especially when you had people like Cameron Smith and Jonathan Thurston on the field who clearly were influencing refs yeah. through their 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 personality and their, you know, legendary status in the game. But I think most of it just comes down to incompetence. And like I agree. I agree. Now I'm not trying to say better, that there's there was... better refs than Ash Klein. There's better video refs than Ash Klein. Yeah. Ash Klein to be the number one ref in the game to me seems ridiculous last year and now he's refereeing state of origin yeah, last year three state of origin games right and the grand final i thought there's no way they appoint him to state of origin this week especially after like two howling shocking performances in the bunker over the weekend they do it again it's ridiculous mm. that, that, that goes back to what i'm telling you is that there's not this media scrutiny and i i just feel like there's no transparency when it comes to the way that they're judging it. They're only judging it off the back of whether there's noise in the media. They're trying to put out spot fires and mm. it's, well, that's it's, interesting because none of nothing from our game was brought up by Graham Annesley at all. Cause obviously they no. didn't think that any of those howlers need to be addressed. So yeah. And, 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 and it's and, simply because the games didn't depend on them. Now we yeah. can go back and say that they might've, but the, when you get to a score that big, exactly. you can't, exactly. you can't go. No, we should move on. You. We should move on from We should move. Okay. The there match. was one thing from the, there was one thing from the game that was actually pretty good. And that's Arda getting a try. Yeah. yeah. That you was see what great. he did after that? He, he like dropped the ball. Yeah. Like twice <laughs> he wasn't great. But, uh, he wasn't, yeah, was, but he scored a try and I love him. the try. Um, I thought the celebrations, at that point in the game in the scoreline were a little And I was like he's pointing speaking, at his arm. Speaking of over exuberant celebrations, did you see um how much the Manly fans celebrated when our mate uh our mate um Ben Ben Condon Condon ah. scored that it's nothing mm. worse than when the opposition team really rub in a um really rub in a try like that in sort of the junk minute try and they're all jumping. I remember Bryce Gibbs scoring one for it's against um, the Sharks, and I think it was, that was him getting off the uh, nudie run for the year. Oh, and then there was Trent Liero for the Storm a few years ago doing the same oh, thing. It's like, like it's, it's, and it is, and it's, it's the Blake and the Paul face, who curse. It really is just like <laughs> the Maccas power play thing. Of course, they were destined to you know pay out. And thanks, so I enjoyed the extra you know extra value meal. It was fantastic. You Thank you, McDonald's ACT. Um, our man of the match. Look, you put it out to a vote, didn't you, Blarko? Yeah, and the people were wrong. <laughs> 
So the people, the people on the Blake and the Pork Twitter, also the people on the Greenhouse, and also the people on all the Green Machine podcast um, polls all had Jared Croker as man of the match. And look, mm-hmm. I love Jared Croker, and you could see at the ground, he was absolutely busting his ass. He, you know, he never, he never, any of his his struggles or failures are never through lack of effort. He was throwing mm. himself in front of bigger bodies, and but he, I don't see how he's man of the match. They attacked him and mm. they went through him, you know, a number of Okay, times. okay. Well, I, I think he was. Who do you who do you think On it was? On what basis do you think he's man of the match? What, what what give me a reason? Oh, A, leadership, repeated efforts, never gave up. Who else could you say that about in the match? Um, I thought Joe Tarpany was great. He played sixty minutes. That was his longest his longest stint for us um this year. He played the whole I think he did like four in the first half and then another ten minutes before he yeah, came right. for us. So was good. Did, okay, the other one who I thought had a great game and they kicked two time and time again and caught every kick was um, Albert Hopwadi. Mm. I thought he was mm. sensational and he ran for more meters than anyone in the team. And speaking of Albert Hopwadi, we totally missed it last week when Rapa was announced that Rapa resigned for one year, Albert Hopwadi also resigned for two mm. at the same time. A- and uh, he's been, he's been rewarded. Yeah. You know, he's still, he's still very young. Mm. He's still mm. very young, you know, and he's looked, he was a player that had massive raps coming through the juniors. He was, you know, mm-hmm. electrifying. But um, oh yeah, yeah. A... he was only forced out by the salary cap situation at Manly, and well, uh, that's he's had what we had, got to us. But I think he did three ACLs before he came to the Raiders. So he used yeah, to be but an then electrifying he, speed machine. He's, which he's not anymore, but you know, he does a great job. He he does a great job. And while you've already uh, telegraphed that it's time for us, <laughs> And if you need us, you need us crack. If you need us crack, you've got to go to Raiders Plumbing. Go down and see Les and Trev down there at uh, Raiders Plumbing. Tell them Blarko sent you. Um, uh, and obviously, we've all agreed on this. It is Ash Klein this week. So you've already said it. We've already said the reason. But, you know, we've got a sponsor. We have to honour our, our deal with Les and Trev, you know. So we've done that. Now, do you have anyone who was a near miss for Ask Klein of the Week there, Blarko? Nah, it's, 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 it's absolutely Ash Klein. Jared Croker on the weekend, six tackles. Yeah. I've missed. Yeah. Well, we already talked about it. He was a not the only one, though. Matt Timico. Where it was, where it was, yeah, I know what Nine tackles, was look, seven missed. Look, as I said, as I said online in the week, now let us never speak of that game again. And that that's the way I want to feel about it. But I will say one thing about Ash Klein, right? He was about to get that in the Brisbane Panthers match. He was about to get that decision very wrong. And Adam G stood up there and said, yeah, I don't like it. And Ash pivoted immediately, looked at it again, and did the right thing. So everyone would have a go at it. How hard is it? How hard? You know, these things are so obvious. All I'm saying saying is everyone's been going to town on him, but the decision ended up being right. Who the hell cares how it ends up being right? It was right. You know, people have to remember that. He listened to Adam G. Adam G said something, and the right decision was made. That's success for me. We should have more of that sort of success. Wouldn't it have been good if on the weekend the on-field referee had looked at it and said, yeah, I don't know, Ash, uh, I think that was knocked out of his hand. Or, gee, it looked like Tommy Turbo played at that with his foot and should, you know, whatever. When you actually get, you know, someone actually... So we need, hand, we need Ash, Ash needs a minor. I think the best be a... situation is where the... the get someone the in there and who the isn't a complete are, idiot. A one unit. And if someone they can have their statement to say those things... See. I thought that was that was an example of success, not failure. Look, um, talking about people who saw things as success rather than failure, specifically with the bounce of the ball, Danny Stewart. 
Yeah, this is Danny Stewart, the uh, half-brother of a uh, Canberra coach, Ricky Stewart. <clears throat> now, now, in regards to the uh, shit show against the Eagles uh, last Sunday, uh, BATB not with us all game. Uh, a few crucial decisions went against us, and a, uh, uh, as a result, you have a uh, narrow 28-point defeat. <clears throat> uh, shout out to Tommy Turbo, who'd uh, done absolutely bugger all uh, for the first 11 rounds, and uh, then decided to... Uh, uh, turn up against us and uh, play like we all know we can and uh, have an absolute blinder. Uh, it's obviously personal with Tommy. Uh, he obviously hates uh, the Canberra Raiders uh, with a feelings mutual. Tommy, uh, we fucking hate you too, mate. <coughs> uh, so fuck Tommy Turbo, fuck Jerry Sutton and uh, fuck the Manly Seagulls. <coughs> uh, we just got to uh, uh, put that game to bed and uh, get on uh, with our goal uh, for the rest of the season, which is to uh, win the minor premiership with a uh, negative points differential. And... Uh, at uh, minus 50-odd, uh, we're well on track for that. <coughs> uh, now, in regards to the uh, big one against the Bunnies on uh, Saturday, uh, shout-out to Campbell Graham, who's uh, made a miraculous recovery from that uh, troublesome sternum injury to uh, line up in a game that uh, he's unfit to play uh, in a game five days after. <coughs> uh, now, if you can figure that one out, uh, you're going better than me, but uh, all I can say to Campbell is, mate, uh, you're playing with fire, buddy, because uh, he'll be up against 299-game uh, veteran Jared Crocker, um, and from what I've seen from them two this year, uh, Jared will have a point to prove, and uh, he might give Campbell an absolute bath. <coughs> uh, now, in regards to the uh, uh, the game, uh, any Raiders fans heading out there, uh, I'm going to beat the game. I'm going to be at the uh, uh, locker room pub probably from about uh, midday on. I'll get an early start, so uh, any Raiders fan that uh, wants to buy, well, Bunnies fan or whoever, uh, any fan who wants to buy me a beer, um, I'm certainly uh, not going to be knocking it back. So uh, come and say good day, and uh, looking forward to the game. And uh, uh, go your green machine. Well, he turned up. Hopefully, we're going to catch yeah. up with Danny Stewart um, in Campbelltown. Not this Friday, but next Friday for next Friday Jared Croker's 300th game. Now, and I should say on this, uh, Raiders view with Matt and the Pork have been in uh, discussions with the club. And should everything go right this weekend, e.g. Uh, our wondrous captain comes through without injury or suspension and he's lining up for his 300th, uh, Raiders review with, Blake, uh, with Matt and the Pork will be uh, working with the club in order to talk about supporters' buses, if that is at all possible, um, and try to help people organise their way onto supporters' buses to get up to Campbelltown for that match to, match to honour Jared Croker in that match against West Tigers, who unfortunately have just hit a purple patch at four right at the right time. Well, they're, they're actually expecting a big crowd for that one because on the back of you know a couple of couple yep. of great performances, it's, that's their first game at Campbelltown in a while. So um, so yeah. things things will be scarce. While it's a bigger ground than Leichhardt, thank heavens, and much easier to get to. Um, we will need to be very quick in getting tickets for that match. Um, and we will advise you the instant we know anything further about any arrangements the club slash us, Murray's, et cetera, are making in order to help people get up for that match and how you can get on board with that. And we'll let you Sid know. Sid Fox? ASAP. Sid, Sid Fox, Fox. getting a look in? No, it'll be Murray's. Anyway. It's always Murray's. Murray's a great, great supporter see. of the Camberators, and that's who we'll be supporting. Sid Fox, are you joking? Let's hear from the Shark. All right, what's up, everybody? Okay, look, it's, uh, you know, I'm trying to just lay low a little bit. This is John, by the way. Uh, so I've been kind of on the run for the last few days. Uh, home Affairs figured out that I cheated on my um, on my citizenship test. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to 
to keep a low profile. That's why I'm doing a podcast bit right now. Yeah, see, smart, huh? Um, okay, well, look, before I went on the lam, I um, I did go to the game on Sunday at GIO Stadium. It was the biggest mistake I'd made in a long time. Uh, it was freezing cold. Uh, it's uh, you know I've realized what an actual miserable experience GIO Stadium really is. Uh, I hope someone uh, is especially listening that is I don't know kind of in a position to maybe f- uh, green light the funding to a new stadium because really it is uh, I'm jack shit of it and I I think the Raiders are too because they just were like yeah whatever you know we're not showing up for work today yeah we've all been there I get it you know like it's fine I'm not even angry at the loss I saw it coming a mile away it's manly they're the bogey team. It's always, I mean, apart from last year, which is the outlier, it's always a nightmarish hellscape that I've, I, I can't even, uh, whatever. Look, look, I can't, look, I can't go too deep into this. But I will say this I am coming uh, out of hiding tomorrow night, or tonight, I guess, is when the air, podcast is going to be aired. Um, because it, uh, I'm going to be uh, oddly earnest for a moment here. Um, a very rare event is taking place at the New Transit Bar downtown in Canberra. Uh, power violence legends despise you. Uh, legit L.A. power violence, U.S. like no no bullshit for real. They're playing in Canberra tomorrow, and they're aus- they're in Australia right now on a tour. Uh, so if any of you out there have even a modicum of interest in extreme music, or you know, just uh, like. Uh, utter violence musical violence please this will never happen again attend tomorrow night despise you from los angeles inglewood uh so the mark of the shark this week is despise you all their songs are like 15 to 30 seconds long here's one now check this out okay this is what it sounds like All right, cool. So, yeah, you can come and watch 10 songs, and then after six minutes, you can leave. It'll be fine, you know? All right, so I'll see you at the gig tomorrow. Get to the gig, all right? Canberra, don't do the thing that you usually do. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It's never going to happen again, all right? Get to the gig, all right? And just shake off last week. It's all right. We're probably going to beat the rabbit us by 30 now, so I feel a lot better. It's just the way things go. All right. I love everyone. Uh, I'll see you soon. All right. Adios. Go your green things. Aussie John. Yeah, Aussie John. I got some interesting feedback, uh, which I'll get to in the Listener of the Week segment later in regards to the shark um, on the weekend. Got some very interesting feedback you might be interested uh, to know. But now it is time to get into... For Toyota Forklifts, great primary sponsor of the Camper Raiders, uh, Lift the Forks, uh, into the team list for this weekend. Right, so, of course, Saturday night, one of four matches this weekend, 7.35, up there at uh, the Olympic Stadium. We've got, for us, number one, Seb Chris on the wings. We've got Albert Hoppawade and Jordan Rapiner. Then we've got Jared Croker, game number 299, captain in the centre with wow. Matt Timoko both of whom really need to be making their tackles this weekend because while I didn't particularly want to talk about it, yes, those stats weren't good. No, Timiko especially is going to have um, Cody. There's no Latrell, but obviously the left edge is where yeah, yeah. Um, Souths run a lot of their attack. Absolutely, yeah. Jack Whiten, who, as you said, didn't have the world's greatest second half. But having said that, 
since his announcement. He, he didn't have a great. A of... He didn't have a great first half either because he passed the ball over the sideline yeah. and kicked out in the full. And then there were so, a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, um, those that he was trying in those efforts, they just went wrong. So I'll, I'll, I'll trying and failing is different from second half where maybe he was disinterested. I don't know, but that's a big accusation. A big that's a big against... accusation, Paul. Well, it just it just felt like it just felt like you know sometimes when your head goes down it's hard to get your head back up again. That's what yeah. it felt like. You'd to like me. to think he's going to be out to impress his new uh, new team. You'd like weekend. to think I, I would I would imagine he's going to be wanting to go out there and explain to them exactly who the hardest hitter in the rugby league is um, and explain that to. Them. Of course, we've got Jamal Fogarty who we haven't spoken about because he tried his best. In, in, in a match where you get badly beaten, it was hard for Jamal to really shine. Oh, look, yeah, uh, front... I thought he had a pretty good game. The only thing was he yeah. got caught, you know, on the fourth a couple of times. Because yep. when he did, the, his kicking game was pretty good. Again, he got yep. Turbo to drop two of his bombs. You know, that's yep. that's a pretty good pretty good result. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got in the front row, we got Josh Papali'i, we got Sami Sami Solo, and Zach Wolford back in the middle. Thank, so it's a new thank looking God. front row. Thank God Zach Wolford's back. That's all I'll say. Uh, yeah, and then we got oh, talking about thank God they're back. Chn, everyone's favourite. He's back in in the side in the number eleven jersey. It's great to see him there. He'll be up for a big game again. We he's going to have a big got, job on the edge defending. Big, we got he will. We got big red in the number twelve jersey um, rather than at lock. And then we got Joe Tarpano. There's no one else. Locking, locking There's no the one else we can pick. Yeah, well, with the injury and Trey Mooney, it's so bad timing for his injury because he would have been in this like a shot. He's been. Playing the house down as captain in, in the Reggies. He's been really, really good. This would have been his moment. And you know he would have had a big game in this. He's, God, he's been playing well. we got Tommy Starling in the 14 jersey. We've got M. Ray Gawler in the 15. And in the number 16 jersey, we have Nick Kotrick. Mm-hmm. So, the question yeah. is, right, is he, is he selected in the um, Bailey Simonson back on the bench role? Yeah. Or is... He making a you know a much anticipated move to the forwards. Look, it could be, and I have a third situation. Hang on, hang on second, hang on second. Matt's back. Hello. Keep talking, sir. Uh, Maybe he's you. not back. Oh, here he is, Matt. 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 Yeah, so right. So to step out and record an episode of the podcast. Sorry, guys. That's all right. Okay, so, and then in the 16 jersey, we have Nick Kotrick, which, uh, you know... Just, what, are your yeah. thoughts on, what are your thoughts on the selection of Nick Kotrick uh, on the bench, Matt? What role do you think he's going to play? Who, Nicky Kotrick? Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> I'm all for being a rickophile, but Nick Kotrick should not be on the bloody bench. What the? Is he going to go into the back row rotation? Possibly. No. Possibly share some minutes with Corey Horsburgh. That's the only thing. Is this the the Jaden Ockenbohr equivalency? Yeah. That's what I think. No, I think maybe it is. Ockenbohr hasn't looked that bad there, quite frankly. No, he's surprisingly good. He's he's actually been great. Maybe Nicky plays 10 minutes. Or fifteen minutes, because obviously Adder's going to step into that middle rotation role. Yep, I, I wouldn't have Nick Kotrick there. But then if you if you if you happen to look at our um, New South Wales Cup side and and the team that's been picked there, it's pretty lean. So there's not that much. There's not that no. many players. Did that you are... see who's been named in the back row in New South Wales Cup this weekend? 
<laughs> Jed Stewart. Really? In the <laughs> yeah. back row. Jed's yeah. in the back row. Back from injury and into the back yeah. row. That's... Well, they've got they've got a couple. I think they got they're sort of wings. The player that I would have liked to see named in the team this week, and I think would have slotted in and had more utility, interchange value, whatever, over Nick Kotrick would be Hohepa Peru. Yeah, yeah, but, that, but, but that's... To come in. This but he's not week. picking. But he's not picking Kotrick as you know, like value for interchange. He's picking him as a maybe a hard running player to play ten minutes because Puru's yeah. a ball player. So clearly, you know, we've all looked mm. at Mariota. Mariota played minimal minutes last game. He played no minutes the game before. Yeah. So so Kotrick is that, and maybe he doesn't want to have Puru there, and and then maybe he's he's said, he's decided, okay, I've got a big body that can play ten minutes in the middle or outside cover. Where Puru, you know, Puru's a utility cover, so it's a very, it's very, yeah. very different. Well, look, and, oh, and there's the third option, which I know everyone will laugh at, and it never happens whatsoever. But there is, of course, the smoke screen where Kotrick goes out to eighteen and Puru goes into sixteen. Yeah, I know, but you know what's crazy is what's I mean, what's happened at Xavier? Yeah, I didn't see, um, I only saw the highlights of that game. I didn't head out in time to watch it. Uh, he didn't yeah. feature in any of the highlights. Then I had he a look saved at his try. Then, yeah, well, then I had a look at his stats and he ran for about 60 or 70 meters. Three That's errors. Not a lot. No, he's not like, he, I don't know what's happening there, but if he wants to get his fourth I, I think first grade, it, he's got to be banging the door down and that's not a banging the door down performance. No, no and I, I think he has to do that. Like, and, and that, that's his thing. And let's remember, he's a kid. He's just been massively hyped. It'd be a very difficult position into. And let's remember this, different sport. Ricky Ponting got three, dropped three times. Three times, Ricky Ponting. If you tell kids this now, when they look at his record, they wouldn't believe it. So let's not write off ex I'm not writing him off. I'm not, but I'm... No, 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 neither am I. It's just, we know we have such a talent sitting there. He's yeah, like how a do you Ferrari. Yeah, you've got, just... yeah, but you've got to understand that the boys know what they're doing. They wouldn't be trying to smash him no, or no, put him I, down. I, They'd just be waiting for him ready. Look, coming I, into the I south agree. side. Which... I agree. Hang on a second. Just, just finishing this point. I listened to um, the Raiders Pathway um, podcast last week with Joel Carbone, and who's used to be New South Wales Cup coach, now taken over Peter Mahond, head of recruitment. And they were saying that they are very conscious with these emerging players of not to play them too soon. And this obviously applies to Trey Mooney applies to Hohepapuru. They're very conscious mm. that you can do more long-term um, harm than good mm. by rushing people in. So that's the only reason. But I mean, at, at the start of the year... Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean look at the Dragons with Tri- Tristan Sailor. Yeah. Look at, yeah. you know, Jake Campbell. I, I, there's there's a few players that I, I, um, I'm I looking at at other clubs. Um, Luke Metcalf might be one. Uh, uh, maybe we should put, we should put like a poll out to the listeners at our next um, buy round, so which mm. I think is in like four weeks. If we want mm-hmm. to do a podcast, maybe we can do a podcast on, you know, our developing squad and we can look at, you know, who we might want to replace um, mm. uh, Jack because it's we're, we're coming to a point where, you know, halfway through the season, it's it's going to be a really big decision. And, and, I, and I'd like to know what some of the listeners think about mm. who they think might step into the, the four. And it's really easy as a as a – podcast or a fan to like look at the new shiny thing and think oh you know Trey Mooney is going to be the next best thing or or yeah Xavier Savage is and but I, I'd really like to know where listeners now think halfway through this season where we think and our six is coming from you know it mm, might be a good, yeah. it might, that might be a good thing for us to delve into later mm. in the year but um 
Yeah, I know. It's the, the, the Xavier one's really, really, Look, really at tricky. because At the start of the year, yeah. I was convinced he was, and I think we all thought, you know, he was penciled. He was number one. You know, we, yeah, let, right. we let Chance yeah. go and it was all in on Xavier Savage and then different things happened. And it's interesting, if you look back in hindsight to um, that first trial where he got his jaw broken, mm. he was he was selected in there with all the reserve grade guys. Most of yep. the, the first choice guys weren't in that game. So I don't yeah, know whether really? that was a sign. Yeah, I don't know whether it was a sign that he was already down the pecking order. At the, at the time, I thought, oh, they just want to give him more of a run. But yeah. I, I don't know if we can read much right. read that night. Connor Tracy's a player let's, I would I would look at, though. Let, let's, look at, let's, let's look at the South Sydney side before we go too far, right? So they've got Blake Taft 100%. coming in. We've got Blake Taft coming into the fullback role. He's played a grand final at number one. You know when when uh, Latrell was out for the the high shot on Manu, right? So and he was also kid... in the game that we played against them down at uh, in reserve grade down at um, Wagga. Yeah, when we played the Dolphins, Blake was amazing in reserve grade. He was the difference. Mm. We well, won that game. We won that game, but he nearly he nearly won it for South single handedly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and and this is the thing. He's a good kid, and he's now getting his opportunity in the top grade side. And he will not be wanting to waste it. One wing, you got Alex Johnson, who is looking very much like he could actually roll the the, the leading try scorer list of all time, going the way he is. Give him a chance. He's like the Eric Cantona. Give him fifty percent a chance, and the ball's in the back of the net. You know, doesn't stand. And then on the other one, you got Tane Mill. Now he's rocks and diamonds, but my God, his diamonds are good. And then the centers, Isaiah Tass, who I said at the beginning of the season, who. Uh, well, I know who he is now. Very good player. And, of course, Cam- Campbell Graham, um, who has come back and been named aside, you know, didn't do the squad with New South Wales. And I think probably hard done by not getting that centre spot, in my well, opinion. Well, he's, he's a great player, but, I mean, you know. He, turbo, he will. Turbo, turbo, turbo my, my worry well. on this... Yeah, my worry in this one is he's going to be showing the New South Wales selectors a thing or two this week. Absolutely, he's going to. And, look, the, the thing is, he couldn't, couldn't get named in the New South Wales team or he couldn't be 18th man because he can't train early in the week or something. That was, that was the, like, he basically got the shits and said, okay, well, I'm not going to play. And I thought mm. the Souths maybe would sort of play a bit of ducks and drakes. And if anything, he would be the guy that was named on the extended bench and then would come in, but mm. no, they've gone straight out and named him. And look, he's going to be running at Jared Croker and Jared Croker better get ready because, you know, Campbell Graham mm. will be coming out with a point to prove. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah well, South, South have clearly decided to screw New South Wales there. And, I personally would have Campbell Graham, maybe over maybe Brian Tyre. Like Tyre hasn't played that well this year. Yeah, Graham, Graham, Graham deserves his spot, and it's hard to argue against Turbo this weekend. Like Turbo did everything he could, and yeah. but Campbell Graham's been the the most informed outside back in New South Wales. Yep, no question, and, no question. And, and he's ready. Matt, look, and up there with three knees, Matt Timiko. Okay. Then we've uh, then we've, then we've got Cody, Cody Walker as captain number six, and he loves. He loves nothing more than stirring up the Raiders and beating us. He, he's very good at it. Lachlan Ilias, who has been really good at halfback, like he had a big weight thrown his shoulders when Adam Reynolds gone, but I think he's risen into it without going to the length so far that, you know, Adam Reynolds is at, but he's doing a very, very confident job. Tavita Tatola in the front row with uh, Hame Sele. Um, that's a great front row there. They, I think they'd like Burgess up there too, but he is out at the moment. We've got Damien Cook at the nine. Another thing, he will have a point to prove, one yes. would imagine. I can't imagine um, New South Wales camp or Freddie's too popular at Souths. No. It's well, and then in the second <laughs> row, they've got they've got ex-Raider, ex-Manly, ex-West uh, Tiger, Tiger M- Michael Cheekham in the second row. And you know how old he is now? Oh, 29. He's not that old, mate. Nah, he's 31. only 26. 31. What? 
I remember watching Cheeky. I know. I remember yesterday. I remember watching Cheeky and play Toyota Cup, and he was he was incredible. When he was he's 36. Are you joking? No, 31. <laughs> look, look, he was playing because 36. the first person who told me about him to keep an eye on him was Alan Tung, who was saying, watch this kid coming up. He was the one who told me about that. So he's 31. Days when... Yeah, right. Well, God, time flies, doesn't it? it right. Does. But we've seen him play some good stuff and he's definitely been rebuilt as a second row because I was curious about that, but I've watched him and he's doing the job. Jacob Host also in the second row. And then, of course, our man, the, I think he always uh, was the, a second row, Tim. I think he played a bit of centre and stuff as a fill-in. I think he primarily always, even in the Raiders uh, days, he was second row. Yeah, okay. Manly was doing set, but it was off the bench rather than actually in there. It was a rotation. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got our man, the uh, the um, the Aeroguard man, Liam Knight, ex-Raider. Liam Knight. Great, Good great player. Back. Good to see him back. Um, at he's 13, had a tough time. He's the, only man, he's the only man in the NRL has a bigger chin than... Nothing clear. Paul Gallen. So. Oh, yeah. Well, Paul Gallen, yeah. Um, but yeah, great player, great servant for the Canberraers. Didn't like seeing him go, but he went to, you know, opportunities he wasn't going to get here. You got Jed Cartwright in the 14. You got Talis Duncan in the 15. Shakai Mitchell um, as well, who we've actually seen in the Reggies and is not disappointed. Um, and then we've got Daniel Saluka Fafita on the bench, who's also tried and true. So, look, that's a very good side. Look, they're missing Latrell. They're missing Cam Murray. Those are big outs for any side. Jai Arrow is the other one. And Jai Arrow. But yeah. even with that, um, that's a strong side. Yeah. That's a strong it's gonna side. It's going to be very tough. It's going to be very tough. Jed and we're missing. I'm going to highlight a player. I'm going to say that's no good to guarantee that they're going to um, score oh, yeah. at least one, if not two tries against us. Jed Cartwright. Should this be a new section as Blake's mock? <laughs> what do you think of Jed Cartwright, what? Matt? He's terrible. Yeah, he is. He's, yeah, he's, he's terrible. He's like, he's like Ben Condon. He's just <laughs> shit. All right. Well, I'm on Jed Cartwright for a try in this match. Absolutely. It's good odds. You've heard it odds. here first. You've heard it here first. One. Jed Cartwright to score. Yeah. Do it. No question. Look, someone who's actually looked into this and the return after a little bit of a break, uh, Lord Funkington's gone back and had a look about the last time we met the Rabbitohs. Hello, everyone. Lord Funkington here, back for another week. It's the Bunnies. Uh, we worked them over last year. Do you remember that? 32 to 12, I think it was. 20-point win. Yep. Uh, Blake Taff was the fullback, like he was today. There was no Luttrell. Uh, all their other players were pretty much the same. Uh, Jai Arrow played. He was easy in origin now. So I reckon we're a pretty good shot. And you would hope they would have woken up themselves after that debacle last Sunday. Lord Funkington was at a pub in Melbourne. It specifically made the guy change the channel so we could watch that. And a group gathered around and they said, what's this wonderful game? I said, oh, don't you worry. You're all in for a surprise. This is the mighty Canberra Raiders, the people's team. Ready to dominate the Manly Sea Eagles in front of you all and convert you instantly. And then they go and lay that. The biggest freaking egg you're ever going to see. They might as well have been wearing white jerseys. Horrible stuff. Horrible stuff. So hopefully there's lessons in that for everybody. Hopefully our boys come out with a little bit more pep in their step. Uh, we're dominating the first 15 minutes of games, but we're not scoring enough points. So to throw back yet again to a Lord Funkington staple, we might even need to turn it into a hashtag. Let it rip. Let it rip. Forget your short balls. Forget your little runaround plays. Just let the ball fly when you're in attack. If the other mob are going to score tries, that's fine. South, South will do that. They're equal top on the ladder. South will score a lot of points. All you got to do is score one more than them. Doesn't matter if we're up 30 and lose, win by one. Doesn't matter if we're down 30 and win by one. Just win, baby. That's all that matters. 
then we're staying in the top eight, we're in touch with the top four. Ideally, a bit of a flogging helps too because our for and against is just diabolical because when we lose, we don't mess around. We lose massive. No other team can boast that. Let's all pray for it. Let's all hope for it. It's going to be a big week for the Raiders. It's a key game. Our opposition have players out. We've got eight, we've only got one origin player missing, Hutto. There's a big chance here for the Raiders to make another step and then get back up where we're supposed to be. And the ideal way to do that, skin some bunnies, throw them in a stew. It'll be the Raiders by 56. I love you all very much. All right. Well, isn't it good to hear Lord Funkington back? Everywhere, there's been howls from the audience wondering where he was, what he was doing, what he was doing. Well, he's, 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 one, he's, one, fan, he's one fan, Alistair Erskine, got in touch. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's been doing research and now he's back bigger and better than ever, ever indeed. Um, but now it's time for Who's Got a Lift? He's still with us, mate. The baritone's not working, Matthew. No, it's no. not working. No, I quit. Uh, I quit. I've gone on another podcast. Go on. Gee. The defense. Um, Pretty much everyone who has responsibility for tackling, which is the whole side. It's you know, it's Maybe. weird when you look back that the the couple of first couple of weeks, right, when we lost to the Dolphins and we lost to the Cowboys, I came away from those games being really impressed by our, our goal on defense. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we thought, oh, we did so well, repelled so many, so much attack. But yeah, since yeah. then, it's like yeah. it's been di- it's been diabolical. And whether it's you know we've got, you know, Croker and one at one side, or Whitehead and the other side, or Timiko. I mean, it's it's just a worry when teams get yeah. down near our end, they just seem to be able to score at will. Whereas you know look, we, the look, reverse. we haven't dropped to the spot like we had when it was uh, Blake Austin defending next to Joey Lalua, and regularly they were left clutching at air, looking at each other like, wasn't that your man? Or the days where opposition sides would aim for the dual headgear of Jared Croker and Sammy Williams. <laughs> but we haven't close. gone to those levels. We, we haven't gone to those levels, but there are some certain points where you think to yourself, gee, you guys can do better than that. You guys can do better than that because we've seen them do better than that. Look, I'm sure they'll do better, but they really do have to live. But specifically, the player that I want to lift in this match, not because I think his form's been bad, not because I think he, you know, um, has been letting anyone down, but Papa, this is your first weekend in the origin period in a long time when you're playing for your club, you know, and no, only he's your club. Up. He's almost backed up. No, no, he and has, only he his club. Yeah. Now, he had a great there. record for backing up after Origin. Yeah, he did. But go out there and just remind the South Sydney people that it was your decision to stand down from Origin and you are still well and truly up to it. Show them how a line gets bent. Remind yeah, them cool. all about the go. Remind them all about the uh, try when we were down a man against South Sydney in the prelim when you went under the posts and through a lot of heavy traffic. Just remind them who Josh Papali'i is because he's a man mountain and he's an utter legend. That's so, a great call. That's a great call. So that's the thing. But it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the extended bench. Who's on the extended bench? And once more, this is brought to you by our great friends down at Jersey's, Jersey's Megastore. And Iron Knob Fishwick behind the cock. They don't have the jersey you're looking for. Well, what are you looking for? On the extended bench, and it's it's a lot of hardwicks this week. For the Raiders in the 18 jerseys, we got Hepapuru, which I did mention is the subject of a bit of a smoky. Could be a smoke screen right there. We got now, Danny the, Levi. In with, the there hasn't been a smoke screen. The only smoke screen you ever get is the one that we got last week, where Starling and Levi swapped. And I saw that one coming. 
But apart yeah. from that, you never. But, that, but, but that's not on the extended bench. There hasn't been an extended bench smoke screen since smoke screen were invented. It's been like no. seven years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the weekend, right? And then we right. got Danny Levi in the nineteen. We got Matt Frawley, the shoe man. Back. He's back. Oh, he's back. He's in How the How bad did our New South Wales Cup team go to lose? Like you looked at that team. Yeah. Yeah, we went, yeah. Oh, this it, is this is a red hot New South Wales Cup team. They got done. Anyway. Yeah, the team. And then we've got HSS, Harley Smith-Shields there, earning his spot back on the extended bench because he has been trying his guts out, training hard, playing hard. The kid will be back. The kid Looking will be back. Looking cute. Oh, yeah, look, I love – everyone knows I love Mahali. Like, uh, i got big raps on this kid. He will be back. This kid is built of big, big, great character, and he will be back. And uh, then we got uh, Peter uh, Holler no, pork, in the 22. Pork, 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 pork. Let's make a bet. What? Yeah. I don't know if Harley plays another first grade game. Oh, oh Matthew! I'll take, I will. I will take Matthew. that. I will. No, uh, and what's more, I, I, I don't, I don't want to the guy some, I don't want to say the guy that says some negative shit. And I love Harley, but Paul, uh-huh. Uh-huh. if if you had to pick this weekend, mm-hmm. Harley or Brad Morcos, I'd go Harley. What you were you were spruiking Morcos last week? I love I love Morcos, but I'm not running Morcos into you know into his first grade debut or you know second match. Morcos played in the World Cup. Him. Yeah, yeah, but I'm Cup. not rolling Lebanese him into this environment. Bring back, uh, bring back uh, Sammy at this particular point. Uh, put it, uh, Harley had come in and grabbed this, and he scores two okay. tries. Now, I'll, I'll double it. I'll double it. He won't just play one uh, more match. He's going to play many more matches for many more seasons. But uh-huh. yeah, no. I, I, I hope so, and I also hope that I join the yeah. North Queensland no, Cowboys think, podcast think... for Semi Valamine. I'm going to piss off. Giddy up. Yeah. Giddy up. Yeah, cool. yeah, there you go. So for their uh, bench, they got Richie Kenner on the 18. You left up Peter Holler. No, I didn't. Yeah. I said, oh, okay. oh yeah, oh, Peter Holler. Yeah. Then we got Richie Kenner on the 18. We got Tyron, uh, Tyrone Munro in the 19. We got Peter Mamazoulis, zealous, in the 20 jersey, who we've actually seen in first grade before. Nice, no, good player. Uh, good player. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got Kian Kolomatangi, who's coming back from injury. If we're talking, Talking about a smoke screen yeah, for them, gee, they'd love abs- him to come in. That's absolutely the one, isn't it? He's a gun. <laughs> because well, because he's a you know he's a rep player, and yeah. and when he's played rep, he not only has he not looked out of place, he's looked like a star. The kid he's is great. Reps what reps he played? He, he had he hasn't, but he's played great great against us. He scored that try against us. I swear he played rep last year. No, no Bruce, maybe not. But... He, he's maybe... a really good player. Hey, look, maybe it's just because you know he would not look out of place at all. In it, he's a great player. I. I won't be surprised to see him coming in. Maybe he won't, but uh, I hope he doesn't because he's really good. And then you got Dean Hawkins in the twenty-two. Yeah. Do, you know who's, there. do you know who his brother Dean Hawkins is? Jennifer. Jennifer's brother. Is that right? Yeah. Is that... There you go. Well, she got the looks. She definitely got the looks there. Look, uh, you know, you got Richie Kenner's got some experience. Hepper, right's coming through. Tyrone, don't know much about him. Danny Levi's short of a trot, but it's done this. Crawley, Mamazoulis, Colomatangi, that's a big name right there. I'm giving, it to I'm giving it to South. I'm giving it to South. No, no. Leon no. Colomatangi is like three hard wicks. He is, he is, but Levi's one and a half minimum. Pura is one and a half. Frawley's one and a half. HSS is at least one and a half. And Hollis, he's a one, right? So we're up to six, seven. Kenar's one and a half. Tyrone can only be one. So that's two and a half. Mamazoulis, one and a half. We're up to uh, four. Colin Matangi, even if we give him three, we're up. Oh, yeah, you're right. Colin Matangi's only named there as a paper mache. He's not playing. He's, he's right, though. He's right on the pure numbers there. We've got to give it to South Sydney. All right. I'm out. I'm out. I'm in this podcast. All right. Love you guys. See ya. All right. See ya. Yeah. All right. See, See you, mate. Matt. Um, and welcome back to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. Um, I'm, I'm pork. back. 
And uh, we do, have, in fact, have uh, reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful, part three. And, you know, it is a reason to be cheerful to say, yeah, we lost a match, but it's the first match in well over a month that we've actually lost. No one's gone to try and record yeah. a song of horror and, and sadness because we lost and we sucked. And, you know, it's actually been good. In fact, we were looking at the concept of actually winning a lot in a row until Manly absolutely kiboshed that. Um, another reason to be cheerful, of course, is I did get two for one McValley meals thanks to the try being scored in Macca's power play. So that was a great reason to be cheerful. Um, what else have you got for us? Cheerful. We could, we could come out and surprise us all this week. Cause that's the, it's the most Raiders thing to do is to lose at home to Manly and then come out and beat Souths where no one expects it. Look at, um, uh, but, but it's also the most Raiders thing to do, right. For us to expect that we're going to lose and then they come out and win. But then we take, well, that always happens. So we're going to win and then they'll come out and lose. Yeah. But my yeah, point exactly. is, my point is our best performance of the year so far to date was against the Broncos up in Brisbane. And that came you yeah. know, immediately in the aftermath of the um, our biggest defeat yeah. against the Panthers. So you never mm. know with the Raiders. You never know. That, Hopefully that's, we see a much better performance this week anyway. That's mm. a really good That's a really good point. You know, like we were all hoping maybe Campbell Graham and Damon Cook weren't being selected this weekend. So we thought maybe mm-hmm. we could win last week and then we might have a depleted South. And so now it looks like we're playing an incredibly strong South Sydney. You know, mm. watching that game on Wagga, Blake Taff at fullback was South Reserve Grade's best player by far and almost won him the game. Mm. But my reason to be cheerful is that the Raiders have a new state of origin player. Yeah, mm, absolutely. Hudson, Hudson Young. And, you know, one of the great things that happens with state of origin players, they go on a camp, they experience being around such high-level skill and, you know, great coaching that they come back and they're, and they're better for it. And Yeah. And, and we've got an eighty-minute player. He's not—he's not a prop that might play forty minutes. And but we've got an eighty-minute edge back rower. And the last edge back rower that the Raiders played had playing State of Origin. Who was it? Who was our last back rower that played State of Origin? Dave Furner. That's that's a long time, man. Yeah. No, I think it's. I think it's, that's it's, it. Um, what's yeah. his name? What's his name for the Broncos? Uh, who came for the Broncos that got sacked? Frawley. No, no, no. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, Nev. Neville Costigan. Neville Costigan. Was he on the back row? I think he yeah, was. Yeah, he was in the back row. Yeah, yeah. he was. But, but we, but we, but we haven't had. And if Hutto plays well in this series, he could be a back row for a decade. So we haven't. Neville's had, an eighty-minute player, though. No, but we haven't had. We haven't had someone that potentially could go up to the next level of the sport and come back and influence our side. So we, we don't mm. know what's going to happen with Hutto. Yeah. Interesting thing is for all the talk that he was about to resign, I don't think he's resigned just yet now. So I imagine that um, he'll be looking for a bit of a pay rise on the back of. Yeah, uh, that's okay. Yeah, and, and, of course. And pay, pay we, we also know as, as fans that have watched every minute of the Raiders play, we know his, his shortcomings. Like Hutto's not a fully rounded state of origin player. Like, Mm. I, I don't look at him and go, that's a lock. You know, like three weeks ago, I would have picked Olakowatu over him. But I'm so happy that he's gone up because he's going to come back a better player. And mm. um, I, I really look forward to watching him play. And that's my reason to be cheerful because mm. I feel like mm. it's going to be a pretty incredible few few months for him. Mm. I agree with that. And I hope he does well. And yes, for the yeah, I'll definitely be going for New South Wales in this match because, of course, it's the first time in a long time when there's only been one Raider in the side. And that's a bit sad, but at the same time, we're actually better angry, than uh, you know. Up, we're, yeah, we're we're a little bit upset because there are so many players you know could have you know had a good 
good case for getting in there. And that is a reasonable, mm-hmm. uh, reason to be cheerful. Another reason to be cheerful is it's time to... <laughs> now, um, Arnie J didn't send in a piece this week. Yeah, Arnie's he's, been he's, lost in the he's, desert. He's just he's wandering. Pissed. He's pissed. He said he's pissed about um, the Green Machine podcast, me being on there. And unlike Matt, when he threatens to quit, he actually follows through with it. So he's <laughs> he's quit the show. He might be back next week, but we'll just have to wait and see. But for the time being, yeah, he said he's not contributing to the show this week. He's not happy with yeah. me. And, and that's that. Sorry, listeners. Well, you, you know... You've you know you've got to rally around the, the people in your team, and I'm not sure you've shown the leadership to to you know contain an expressive and emotional spirit like Arnie J. You know, anyway, it'll be you he shivs, not me, and I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with it. And Arnie J, if you're out there, I'm happy to tell you Blake's address. Easy, no, no, no question. Now, breaking with tradition, I actually have a listener of the week this week. I actually sat next to at the football on the weekend. Hey, so I personally listen to the show on a regular basis. Um, and it's uh, Simon uh, from Malulaba, all the way up there on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Uh, Long time listener to the show, a uh, bit of an idiot, Queenslander. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I've got a <laughs> listener of the week shout out. It's a former listener of the week, a former one time special guest host, Craig Norenbergs. <laughs> Craig actually had uh, four days off and he flew over to Australia um, and he attended the game. So, of all the games, he chose to come back and watch. He came to Manly. Yeah, unfortunately, that was yeah. the one. So, but it was good to see you, Craig. Let's talk about merch, yeah. guys. We've got merch. Uh, we've got a we heap do. of stuff. You can go to Rugby League merch um, and pick mm-hmm. up... Uh, like Raiders. I just recently did and, yeah. and got myself a Blake t-shirt. Yeah. Or a Raiders by 56.1 or a Heather or... Uh, a pork. Or a pork even. If, you know, whatever takes you fancy. Well, something else the they've got on there. the second person to get a pork t-shirt. Something else they've got on there at the moment. And it turns out it's their biggest selling shirt of all time. They've done a special commemorative. Um, Jared Croker, Toots, 300 shirt. It's flying out. It's still time to probably order one now. You might get in time for um, next Friday. But, yeah, support um, Rugby League merch. And don't try and use any of those dicey discount codes. Yeah, no, just, just get support, in there. Support Toots. You know, yeah. we, is he our second or our third? Second. Second. Three, second. See, only second. He's only a, second. He's a, that's, that's wild, right? Like, it's yeah. the, the club yeah. started 40 years ago. and Yeah. Well, some clubs don't think have had anyone play nearly that many games. So, to actually yeah. have two is huge. And he's our second. And if 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 you can afford the twenty bucks, whatever it is for the shirt, just just buy it. And and it's more than that. I mean, we're, it's more than look, that. We're I not in America. Shirts don't cost twenty bucks, and hats don't cost fifteen. You don't you don't have to worry about this either, too, because when I got the my merchandise from Rugby League merch, quality, quality, good cotton t shirt, well done, well printed. The whole thought you're not getting some bodgy thing made of. You're getting what, good quality. <laughs> whatever. Just buy the fucking shirt, go to the game and support the player. Okay. Jeez, All right, suck. And one other, one, other, okay. one other bit of merch we've got, um, which you can still get, of course, is uh, Raiders by 56 Beanie. You don't get those from Rugby League merch. You go to landspeed.com.au and uh, just yes. type Raiders by 56 in the search bar and you'll find it. Now, and coming up, coming up, this is Blake's favourite segment where I tell you what matches are coming up. Of course, we've mentioned it before. After this match, next Friday, 2nd of June, all going well, up against West Tigers, 8pm, Campbelltown, Jared Croker's 300th game, 300th. Now, we will be advising you, social media and any other means we can find, if we're going to be involved in any way, 
with any effort to get buses up to Campbelltown. That may still happen. Watch this space either at the club. What or are you actually? You know, what are you actually doing? Areas. What is your? What is your effort to like? Basically, what you do is you ring up a bus company and say, "Hey, can I book a bus?" Like, what do you mean? Like, what are you doing? Are you gonna? Are you gonna drive them? Oh yeah, I'll be driving. <laughs> we used, we used to take, we used to organise charter buses from Landspeed up to the big day out. They were good times. And I used to ladies and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, please reach bus. out to Blake and the Port podcast if you want to be driven to Campbelltown by the pork via McDonald's <laughs> Sutton Forest. Both ways. No, 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 no. We will be, we will be going to Macca's on the way out of town at Epic. We will be going to Macca's at Goulburn. Both ends, we will be going to the one at the southern end, going through town to the one at the northern end. Then we'll be stopping at southern uh, okay. southern Okay, we get forest. the idea. We get the idea. Move on. And it will what... be that way on the way back down. There will be Maccas, right? And when we have the power play, everyone's going to be cashing in on that, all right? So we'll we'll let you know. But after that, we have on Friday the 9th of June, coming back, 6 p.m., <laughs> the slot everyone wants, Friday afternoon, we'll be playing the Warriors home before we have a bye. Anyway, when... you have... Yeah, you... Yeah, hopefully. You have been listening to the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet. Raiders review with Matt and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. I'm Matt. Oh, oh you jumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and we've also been joined by some traitorous piece of crap. We'll talk to you again soon. Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork.